welcome to the Healthy Elkhorn Podcast with your host, Dr. Jeffrey Bukta, chiropractor, and Dr. Chris Erickson, physical therapist, talking all things fitness, wellness, and healthcare in Elkhorn, Nebraska, and West Omaha. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. How's everyone? We are so excited today. This is the Healthy Elkhorn Podcast, and we have Lori Borer here with us today uh, from Fleet Feet. So that is a running store here in town. Um, and this is something that we really were excited to talk about. And, and Jake got it going for us because it's a common question. And we're going to ask her a bunch of questions about running and shoes and the fit of shoes and, and how we get back, to, you know, because people, when they get injured, do not all of them, but many do want to get back to some kind of fitness. And, and running is one of the most, I mean, even walking, like one of the most basic kinds of, of, of fitness that we want to get people back into doing and, and falling in love with just fitness and health and lifestyle in general. Jake is here with us. Dr. Budka is here with us, um, and I'm going to let Lori start. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got into, you know, this passion of, of uh, running and, and shoes and all the rest of that kind of stuff. Perfect. Well, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, a little bit about myself. I've been, uh, I'm from Lincoln, married and have four girls, and I opened my store up in Lincoln first seven years ago and have had the Omaha store here for four years, and so... I was Red Dirt Running Company and I converted over to Fleet Feet four years ago. So still kind of the same, just a different name, basically, um, same owner and locally owned, which is really nice. Yeah, my background though, I've coached high school cross country and track for a lot of years, put on a lot of races. So this is kind of my, was always, you know, in the background always. And so finally, I basically talked my husband into committing with me on this. <laughs> and um, so we took the jump and it's been, you know, one of the best things we've ever done as a family, honestly, as well, too. And it continues to grow. The running industry is one that um, is ever changing. And so I like that about it. And it services all types of people, whether you run or you walk just move a fitness class. And so that's kind of what we focus on in our store and kind of what pushed me to open up the store. I think when people hear running, um, they get real nervous. And so I wanted to kind of break that barrier and let everyone feel like they were included in that. And so that's kind of what we focus on in our stores is inclusive of all types of runners, walkers, or just people that move. Awesome. So that was one of my questions too, is with, the, with running, it doesn't have to necessarily be are, are you as specified and niche down to like, no, we only help long distance, like, like marathon runners, or is like, no, anybody that wants to either, either just start the product, the process of increasing some mileage and getting better at running, um, or even all the way down to just recreational walkers. Mm -hmm. What kind of, you know, what did you start yeah. with your store? Do you have a specific ideal customer that you had in mind? I mean, I like the fact that it's, that it's narrowed down. You're talking about you know, I like it that it's runners. That's, mm -hmm. it, it speaks to the person that wants to go to that store. If I'm a runner, I'm going to go to the place that, that deals with runners rather than go to what's another just USW, regular store. Or yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Has some yeah. Running, running shoes sure. or, or yeah. shields, yeah. a place that has right. everything. Well, they, they might have what I want, but it doesn't specific to this is what I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great question. So we, um, you know, absolutely all types of runners, but we, that's the reason we have, I was just talking to these guys about training classes. And so um, one thing when I first opened my store was I wanted to start free group runs. Mm. And so that way, um, and we have them in both locations and I've had it since day one, but that way people can get to know us and they can be a part of it. Um, people come and they walk the whole time. They run the whole time. Some people are really fast. Some people, you know, it, it all varies. And that's a good introduction to 
just being a part of the store and understanding the store and feeling included into the running atmosphere, especially for those beginners, because they are really, really nervous about starting a running program. And so that that's a nice thing for people to come to. Um, but yeah, we, as far as, you know, when people get nervous about coming in or they hear, that's the nice thing about Fleet Feet in the name, because a lot of running shoe stores has running in the name. Um, and not that I, you know, runners are, are, that's what we focus on, obviously, but but I think that's a very broad term in my mind anymore. Um, I have a lot of people that come in, I'm 45 and are just beginning. A lot of new moms that just had babies and want to get back to running. And so I like that it, it can be um, open to everyone, no matter where they're at. And yeah, there's no um, special equipment needed. It, no, there's no, no it's, age requirement. You can exactly. be a cross country runner in high school, or you can just say, huh, I just well, want to start. Exactly like, right. I guess yeah. I never liked it at first. Like I was telling you before, yeah. before we started, I thought running was the stupidest <laughs> thing. Like that's, that was, it was always punishment for what you did wrong, like in a sport, you know, football, baseball, just lifting mm -hmm. things. I like to do those. And as long as I was doing something, mm -hmm. you know, carrying the ball, scoring a touchdown, that's fun to run then. But just to just <laughs> run, for to run, like I never did track. It's like going fast and turning left. That's stupid. That's yeah. boring. Um, but I've gotten better at, now I do, I, I have to run now mm -hmm. to, to warm up my body before I train. Yep. Um, if I don't, I just, I, don't feel right. Everything is uh, kind of hurts now as I'm getting in my forties as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm starting to like longer distance running before I, I didn't. So there's no yeah. time frame where you have to start no. at a certain age. No, not at all. It's good. For those that don't know what Fleet Feet is, you guys aren't just a shoe store. Correct. So you guys do a lot more than just sell shoes. Yeah, absolutely. And so we, um, a lot of the reason people come to us is for the customer service, honestly, and our knowledge. So we, when they come in, um, we work with a lot of um, doctors and healthcare providers, kind of like yourselves, because they trust us, because we are constantly educated on shoes, how they've changed, how they're made. Um, and we start everyone out by going through our FIT process, which is FIT ID. So we take a 3D image of their feet. Um, we scan their feet. And that basically provides me with um, a picture of their overall volume of their foot, which makes a huge difference in shoes. Um, the um, arches and the, you know, how, how um, tall or low their arches all are. Um, their ball width, which makes a huge difference. People don't understand that a lot of times. People don't know how much length should be in a shoe. Um, all these, the heel width is on there too. So all these different little things that makes a huge difference in whether it be rehab, recovery, coming back from an injury, um, whether they're a high school runner, just getting into it. Uh, all these different things. So we can really narrow down what type of shoes they actually should be in mm -hmm. by just going through that fit process. And then by visiting with them too, like, are you coming back from, have you had knee pain lately? Um, are your hips bothering you? Have your ankles been weak? And then we can, by visiting with them and bringing, think, taking them through fit ID, it really, really helps us specialize more and understand what type of shoe they should be in. Mm -hmm. So that's the technology right there, the fit ID that we wanted to mm -hmm. yeah. learn more about. That's yeah. great. So it's pretty cool. They, I went and visited the store and they ran me Good. through it. And it's literally a 3D picture, almost like if you're just to chop yourself off at the ankles, you can see everything from like pronation, supination, mm -hmm. heel placement, yeah. how wide your toes are. I mean, it, you so get a lot of information from mm -hmm. it. So it's not just a two-dimensional like pressure scan no, not on a foot on a plate. No. no. It's like a three-dimensional scan of the foot from the yeah. from the ground. Oh, okay. Correct. Yeah. Is that new mm. technology for you guys, or so that's something we, you've used for a few years? Or yeah, you had that in Lincoln from before too? Nope, we got it both the same time in both okay. locations. Um, when I converted to Fleet Feet, it's specific to them more so. Some other stores are starting to get this technology as well because they're realizing how important it is for people. And I say that because we service everyone from an 80-year-old, 
that's coming in to get uh, an addiction walker that has custom orthotics mm -hmm. to that high school runner. And so if I have to understand their feet and what they have going on. And this really helps us do that and narrow down kind of what, what we need to get them in. And for the listeners, this is this is included. They come in, and you guys are going to do that no yes. matter what, right? And yeah. there's it's free. It's free, part of, right? Yeah, part of our fit process. Very cool. Yeah. So then, how do you guys use that technology to kind of dictate what shoe they're going to be in? Can you talk a little bit about like how, yes. how you would plan that out? Yeah, you bet. So if someone comes in, and let's just say, you know, they are B width, which is standard width for women, okay. a little bit higher arch, you know, normal heel width, things like that. Um, I would take them over to the shoe wall. We would probably pick three or four types of shoes. Um, I kind of know they have that little bit higher rigid arch, so I'm probably going to stay a little more neutral. That already kind of narrows down where I'm going to put them into a shoe. Um, B standard width, so I know I can don't have to go more narrow, more wide. Um, but that's how we kind of go through picking shoes. And then from there, we have all brands of shoes. And they all within each brand have neutral stability, motion control, some styles and brands are made more narrow. Some like Ultra is an even balanced shoe with a really wide toe box. So that's a whole different, you know, we really have to be specialized with that shoe as well sometimes. So yeah, we, all brands are great. They all are made different. And that's where we come in and we are educated on those different types of shoes and then we have to, to get the right fit for the person. Correct. Yeah, the right yeah. shoe, regardless of like, yeah, regardless of brand, it's whatever the best. Truly, yeah. Okay. Is there a, so if someone like has, you know, not been to a store, they got their, like fitted for a shoe. Mm -hmm. It's the most common thing that you see from someone that says, oh, I run on these shoes. And you take yeah. a look at them or you see that they're like, is it the toe box? Is it, you know, then they're wrong, like motion control versus yeah. stability versus, mm -hmm. is there like a certain thing you see the most out of that? Like from yeah. people that don't actually go in and get fitted? 100%, mostly sizing. Sizing. Uh, a lot of people are in the wrong size, um, especially women. Too big or too small? Usually too small. Because okay. women are used to that sandal or that high heel and it's more towards just that foot size. And so they kind of go, they don't educate enough to know with the tennis shoe, we need more room in that toe box. Mm -hmm. Our foot should splay out in there. We don't want our feet stressed out. So when they come in, almost always we go up a half size. Mm -hmm. um, typically we suggest a size up from normal foot size, just to have that room in there for swelling, to let our foot splay out, things like that. So just even educating people just changes everything for them. And in return, that keeps them injury free. They want to be active longer. So it all is just a good circle all the way through as they're yeah. trying to run walk. The more, the more fun they have with running because it's because it yeah. feels better to then the more they'll do. It's yeah. a it's a self uh, fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, true. And the opposite is true too. If they have the wrong size, mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt. It hurts my feet. I want to do it less. And then it doesn't, oh, that's running things terrible. Like, right. Yeah. Just like yeah. we talked, had the podcast on with the a trainer and we talk about working mm -hmm. out and you know mm -hmm. if they get the wrong exercise kind of same thing oh, yeah. you know, they get hurt like chris was saying yeah. you're like oh now i'm now i'm not going to do it so yeah. it's running, so. it truly is one question i had would and i don't know if this is the right but i just thought of, you know with all the different high tech and the new technology in shoes mm -hmm. what's the difference or you know better or worse or, or if you can talk to technology in the shoes and the different kinds of you know heel counters and toe box and all kind mm -hmm. of stuff compared to like the minimal or like barefoot, like, um, you know, running trend where it's okay, you mm -hmm. got to use hardly anything. And then you compare like, well, the, the stuff that we do in the, in the West compared to what other people do in the other continents. Mm -hmm. I mean, was there a benefit to having a certain technology shoe or are we over no. like, techn tech technologically? Yeah. I don't. That, <laughs> Technifying yeah. it? Is that a word? <laughs> sure. Technifying. Yeah. Technifying. yeah. No, that, that's a good question. So, and that's kind of where a lot of times you guys come in. Mm -hmm. And okay. so, we know based off their foot shape, what shoe is going to fit them best. 
And then from there, you know, they're all shoes have a different drop from heel to toe. Um, and mm. some of them are more, when I say even balance, like ultra is even balance. There's no drop in that. So you're going to sit drop further. meaning like the, like, um, so the heel stack basically. Okay. So you're so from heel to slightly toe, plantar flex that the heel is a little bit higher. Yes. The, the, and then some are a little bit lower too, which is going to be huh. more that barefoot runner. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and what that can mean is for most people, it's not a huge deal. But for some people, um, you know, that more even balanced shoe, they, a lot of times those are, I have wider toe box, but they're going to use more muscles in their okay. feet. And so um, for that customer, and I believe anyone can use those shoes. It just takes a little bit more time to adjust to those shoes. Okay. And they're going to feel something different in their legs and in their body. And some people can adjust to it. And honestly, some can't. And so if you, if it just isn't working for you, then you need to go more traditional, a little bit higher heel stack. I have some doctors that come in and they want people more in that even balance because you're going to use more muscles mm -hmm. and it's going to change the way, you know, their shins are being used, their quads, their hamstrings. And sometimes they want them to utilize those muscles more for an injury they may be having. And that's where you guys are someone with, you know, you'd refer over and say, Hey, Lori, we need this person to be more even balanced. Shoe. This is kind of what we're looking for. This is mm -hmm. what they're part of their rehab program. And then we can kind of go from there because we know the shoes and which ones have a little bit lower drop to them. But for the most part, everyone is can almost wear the majority of them. But within that too, now we have, you know, shoes that have a carbon plate in them and those are more racing style and they're only going to last two to 300 miles and you only use those to race in. And then we have obviously trail shoes. You know, we have some that we only use specifically for CrossFit or for CrossFit or just cross training that yeah. are a little bit lower drop too. So it's a little bit easier on those knees and those hips when we're doing those side to side motions or we're lifting things like that. So okay. That's where those conversations come in when we're fitting our customers and kind of know what they have going on. What are they training for? What are they working out? How are they using the shoe? And then we can kind of base it off that as well. I mean, that makes sense because it's mm -hmm. it's all about the tissue's ability to adapt mm -hmm. to those. So, I mean, if, if you want to work on some of the other intrinsic muscles in the foot and some smaller ones in the lower leg um, by changing the drop mm -hmm. of the shoe, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you, you can do that, but then you can't just go out and start running, you know, 30 miles when you never ran right. it, it, it's yeah. it's an adaptation your, your body will adapt to the imposed demands that you place on it but you have to do it in a stepwise in a steady progression otherwise you could yeah 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 create something that wasn't there or yes. something that never had a, pl a problem before mm -hmm. okay interesting i like that mm -hmm. stuff i gotta think about what kind of shoes i have to wear now <laughs> <laughs> so i bought shoes like, for me guys like two years ago okay but how so i had a question about you were talking about like the carbon plate and replacing yes. after x amount of miles mm -hmm. Is there, is there a number of miles that you say, you know, like mm -hmm. just on average that you need to replace? I hear near, anywhere from runners between 200 to 500, depending mm -hmm. on like shoe. Is there a certain number that yeah. you kind of ballpark? What if someone has a shoe for two years and they run like 100 miles a year? Right. Can they keep that for three years, you right. know, or, is, or do you think things biodegrade or is it miles? Mm -hmm. And then what does it do if it, if you go over for the average, you know, sure. I'm, we're not talking probably like high end racers. Of course, they're going to have lots of shoes. Yeah. Uh -huh. But for someone who's like, yeah, I just want to go run yeah. a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. And we get to ask that quite often. And so for just standard life of shoe for a running shoe, we say every four to 500 miles or every six months. And so you should go through two pairs of shoes a year. Like you were just saying, if it's someone that's racing, they're training for a hundred miler, they're obviously going to roll through shoes a lot quicker. But in saying that also, there are some shoes that are made just for racing. And so those shoes, they just don't have a lot of... Um, the EVA cushion underneath them just is not going to last as long. Basically, mm -hmm. most all shoes are made of EVA. 
they're all blown up with different types of air in them. They'll put in some different plastic pieces sometimes that are blown up with air. So they're all made with this high, high technology. Um, and so they all feel different. Some are softer, some are more firm, some are, so they're all very different in that sense. But for standard life, I would say if you can ballpark every six months or every four to 500 miles, you're, you're pretty good on that. If you go longer, you're just more prone to get hurt. You're going to start feeling it in your knees and your hips, things like that. You can sure extend it, but you're just more prone to have an injury at that point. Yeah, that's, uh, can you piggyback off that question? So yeah, like the me, wear patterns, the different yeah, things. Yeah, you wear, sure. someone like me, so say I run, I don't know, 150 miles a year mm -hmm. or 200 miles a year. Like, yeah. Do you still recommend like once per year probably with that? Or? Yeah, I mean, you can try it, but honestly, the the shoe, even if it's sitting in your closet, it's, it's obviously glued time. together. Yep. And so even that time, a lot of people come in and say, oh, I just walk. I really, and I'm like, that's fine. But even time, just like anything else, the shoe is going to just not be, yeah. it's just yeah. going to break down. And so it won't last as okay. long as what um, happens to get wet, different changes in temperature. Sure. Absolutely. That all affects how, how that shoe is still going to support you. The EVA is like the the foam or the Correct. plastic, like the, like the bottom part. Yes, it's it. just the midsole of the shoe. Okay, okay. So as people increase their volume mm -hmm. of running, do you find that you change the fit as they increase their volume, or do you kind of just go off the, the same one they originally came in with and yeah, got I mean, before? Typically, kind of stay the same. Okay. And I always tell people if it's working, don't change it. Right, yeah. Um, and I say that unless the shoe itself and the company has changed the shoe, and mm -hmm. then we might visit about something different. But if you've been wearing a shoe and you haven't been hurt, it's holding up for that amount of time, stay with it. It's working for you. Your body's responding well. I don't see any reason yeah, you're to change You're steadily it. increasing yeah. your miles and just exactly. feeling good. We do have people come in and um, sometimes we'll buy two pairs. One that is a normal standard 12 millimeter drop from heel to toe. And then to get that more even balanced shoe. And that way they're using different muscles every time they run. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that, it's something you... It, it will help keep you injury free over time. Like every other, like they'll, they'll swap them out like yeah, I mean, run one once you, with this, run the next time with that one. Exactly, okay. yeah. Or you may use one for long runs and one for a little bit more of a speed workout, things like that. We do see that often as well. <laughs> so it's just where you're kind of at with running and where you want to be as far as if you've had a lot of injuries, that might be something to look into just to use those different muscles that tend to aggravate you a little bit more. So what are some of the most like common issues or injuries that you see in the runners that you work with in your population of... So I would say number one for sure is plantar fasciitis. And that is, you know, I've seen it, whether it be someone that is, doesn't run and they're just on their feet all day to that high mileage runner, age does not matter either. And so I, you know, we see it often and how we treat it is we can help aid in the recovery. Sure. I can't fix it, but that's where you guys come into play as well. We can be a part of their recovery and getting it to go away. And so um, you know, sh new shoes, a lot of times, honestly, will help because a lot of times they've been in their shoe way too long. And then from there, we have, you know, different types of plantar fasciitis compression socks. We have the little balls that they can roll out that scar tissue and try to break it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. We have a Strasburg sock to wear at night. So we have all these, I'm going to say band-aid things, honestly. Mm -hmm. That's what I literally call them. No, they help aid the tools. Recovery, but yeah. they're tools to aid in it. Right. It will help it feel better at the time. But from there, I'm going to refer on to you guys and say, I'm not a doctor. You need to go work on some different things. There's a reason why you have it. And between the, those two things, though, you definitely can help it go away. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so a common thing we see. Do you find mm -hmm. it more often? And that's, you've raised excellent points. Mm -hmm. um, do you find it more often in to be bilateral, both feet, or more often with just one foot, unilateral? 
usually unilateral, okay. honestly. Yeah. Every once in a while, bilateral, but typically just one mm -hmm. um, foot is what we typically see. You know, some people wait way too long and some people, mm -hmm. I, they will come in right away and they're a little nervous about it. And then that's where I have that conversation with, if it continues after this, you need to go see someone. Yeah. And so, because we've done everything here and it's time to, something's definitely going on other than the feet, you may need to change something else or strengthen something else up that I don't know. And so that's yeah. where we would visit with you guys more. Unilateral is what we see typically as well. Okay. Um, yeah, most things are not, you know, don't happen bilaterally, mm -hmm. usually one side or the other. And the waiting a long time is very common. Yeah. Cause with that, with that specific diagnosis, it, you know, if it truly is that is it's, exactly. it's intermittent, it's mechanical. So you, you can yes. do other things where well, I don't feel it. It's right. only when I do certain things and then, it, it, you know, it can feel better at times when you get it warmed up. Some people feel better um, right away. And then as they increase, then it starts to bother them. Um, but typically, yeah, they'll, when they first start out kind of sore, but then I was like, get going. It actually feels well, that's why they, yeah. they can just keep, it'll go away. It'll go yeah, exactly. away. It'll go away. Um, but without that proper remodeling of the tissue, yeah. it can become a problem for a while. Some people have it for a long time, long time mm -hmm. months and months until they get it. What do you find, what kind of shoe or change kind of helps in, do you put them in a, a little bit of a higher drop, like take some mm -hmm. of the load off that by putting the heel a little bit higher? Mm -hmm. Or do you go the other way and say, okay, no, you got to just like yeah. work into it with a lower drop? Yeah, that's a good question. And honestly, I go... I honestly go by foot shape. Okay. Um, and I still go back to that only because if I put them in a certain shoe and it's not going to fit their foot shape best, it's no matter what, it's just not going to be comfortable. And they're not going to wear it. So I start by foot shape first. Um, you know, the research is out honestly on that more lower, even balanced drop shoe and utilizing those, moving those tendons more in ligaments. And I don't know enough about that, honestly, yet for research wise yeah. on what would be better. We typically um, will honestly stay, you know, no shoe has true arch support in it. If you take out the liner, it's just a little nothing. Yeah. So we will sometimes stick some arch support in there is to okay. keep them as a neutral shoe. Every time a person runs or walks, you know, that arch collapses, you know, we want- It's, a, it's supposed to, we're both it's, that way. Right? It's supposed to, right? And so we get into that more, we put a little arch support in there and hoping that, you know, and we've seen it on high arched, feet to low arch yep, feet. So we just kind of see what they have going on by foot shape, honestly, and how we can change what they've been doing a little bit and see if that works. Mm -hmm. um, if that doesn't work, they need to go, they have a lot more to change. So again, not that it's a lot more, it's just something little that they've ignored for a long time and just need some guidance on how to get it fixed really, so. Yeah, I mean, we can go in deeper into that, you know, yeah, discussion you guys have anything on. I mean, cause yeah. it's, a, it's a common thing mm -hmm. where we have to first discover, diagnose, you know, figure out where it's coming from. If it truly is a foot problem, if it's something else, we've, we've seen on a handful of occasions that it's not even the foot at all. Mm -hmm. um, we can get that's a whole, probably another discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Ankle involved. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of different things. Poss possible lumbar. That's just referred to the, to right. the heel. Right. I mean, Jeff can tell a story of a person that he had just last week <laughs> that had heel pain that had nothing to do with his heel whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, a, it was could, a back thing. We could totally but, do a whole conversation oh, that's, on that. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Even even foot shape, I think people. Oh, I have a I have a flat foot, so I'm. Uh, I, yeah. That's I mean, some, some of the most athletic people I've seen exactly. have super flat feet and have no pain. It's right. not necessarily no, the I, shape because it's it yeah. can happen to everybody. I I agree. Yeah. There's usually something else going on. Having that at least we'll call it a a, a band aid or a crutch mm -hmm. or some something in the meantime. Yeah. is what we would you know do too like okay i yeah. know it hurts to do this but you're going to need to load this thing and, and you know in particularly 
progressively load that tissue to get a tree model, mm -hmm. but you can only do that so many times during the day because it's going to hurt. And then you have mm -hmm. to kind of let it, you know, let it rest a little bit and then yeah. hurt it again, let it rest and hurt it again to get that thing going. Mm -hmm. um, but in the meantime, people want to want to run. Right. So we may have to accommodate or yeah, kind yeah. of bandage a little bit so they yeah. get to get them moving. Otherwise, yeah, people exactly. who really like to run, it's not an option to say, well, just stop. Yeah, that's what they'll, yeah. they'll go to the doctor. Well, just stop running. That's not, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Right. Oh, just, re just rest. Yeah, exactly right. Right. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Well, we hear it all the time. We say, just, just rest and it'll go away. Well, it, it will because you're just resting. You're not doing anything. But then once you start to go back to yeah, your activities, right come right back. Yeah. You never actually got it remodeled. Yeah. Um, and we hear that not only with running, but also people who like to do other activities, squatting and deadlifting. And just, oh, just stop doing that. That's not, I love doing that. It's not an option. Yeah. Yeah. There was something else I was going to ask. What's so when they come in with that pain, that's the most common thing. Mm -hmm. I guess go through the next like so foot, bottom of the foot, heel, mm -hmm. anything in that plantar fascia area, mm -hmm. arch area. What's the second most common? You know, if, if that's the mm -hmm. what percent? Seventy percent have that problem, or it's like half have that problem? Probably half. Okay. I would say maybe injuries or just pains they're having that we see a lot. A lot of it is probably not necessarily foot related or shoe related. It okay. maybe is more knee, hip, where a lot of times a shoe can benefit just because that shoe has not been supporting them for so long. Mm -hmm. And that's where we can definitely make a difference. Yeah, and so, sure. and then, you know, a lot of times that will help. And if they haven't waited so long, yeah. you know, they can may solve not it quickly have, just doing that. It really truly can. Good. Yeah. So I would say that's probably pretty common as well too, from what we see, you know, we see a little bit of neuromas. Sometimes we see, you know, different mm -hmm, things like mm -hmm. that, that will come in and we know how to, you know, we'll guide people on that as well. Give a little too. more space in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they're diabetic, we know, you know, they have to have a little bit more room in there too. Different yeah. things like that. So we, we see that commonly as well from day to day and mm -hmm. can definitely educate them on what she would be best just based off, just visiting with them, seeing what they have going on. Well, yeah. Let's dive into the races that you guys put on the training yeah. classes. Let's talk a little bit about that. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, we are really, really excited to get back to all of that. And it is coming back. We're currently training for the Lincoln Half and Full Marathon in our stores and bull stores. And uh, this fall, we will train for uh, the Habsey in Lincoln. And a lot of the whole state kind of gravitates towards that. That's a big half marathon. And then there's a bunch of other great marathons in Omaha as well in the fall. And so you can really train with us for any of those. And then, you know, like I said, we do our free group runs, events and stuff we're hoping in July to bring back up. We do a shoes and brews every, you know, once a month. Um, we do a bunch of just different fun things. People, you know, as far as a running store goes, you need running shoes about twice a year. So we need to, we want you guys to come back for group runs to stay educated on everything else we carry in the store as well. And number one, it's going to keep you active, keep you moving. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just a good environment to be around all the time. And so we try to provide a lot of fun, different events, having you guys come in and talk to runners and walkers and getting started and more, you know, started again, plantar fasciitis. And we hope to bring all of that back again here. We're hoping July and then um, kind of get things moving. We also have challenges. We've been doing monthly virtual challenges and you can find all that on our Facebook page. And right now for April, it's free and it's called um, the, the April Reset. So it's all mind and mobility. So it's being um, mindful of being active. And then mobility, we're, we're talking about foam rolling and we're talking about um, stretching and how mm -hmm. these should all be, whether you run or walk, we're not even gonna talk about that. We're just gonna talk about those two things. As spring gets here, everyone wants to get outside and get moving yeah. again. Those two things need to be top of mind as well too. Before Come, you even get started. Coming out of the winter, like stiffness and everybody's right. 
what we learned last time the COVID-15 is people, you know, yeah, not it's a real thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. So yeah, so we're excited. Things are um, getting going again here and we can't wait. Yeah. So with the coaching, do you guys coach on like distance? So like leading up to like a race, you know, you taper, yeah. taper. Do you coach on that? Do you coach on yeah, form? Yeah, programs? Like for, so yeah, so okay. we, we do a program and it's 50, about $50, I believe. So it's really inexpensive for the half and full marathon. Um, and then within that training, and I, I don't charge a lot because I feel like you already are paying for a race as well. And my whole goal is just to keep you educated and keep you moving. And so, um, within that program, you're going to get training plans. You're going to get education weekly. We do a live Facebook page. Um, this week we're talking about nutrition as far as running goes. Mm -hmm. And so uh, as far as race day, what do you use use during your long runs? Things that I actually carry in the store. You got to fuel your body. Absolutely. Yep. And then we do speed workouts once a week. So we talk about the importance of adding speed into it if you're ready for that, which most people are kind of excited because it's hard to go do speed workouts on your run when you're training for a race. So um, we do that once a week as well. And then we do our long runs on Saturdays. Um, But within all of that, um, yeah, it's all education. So we talk about different topics throughout the whole training course, which is 14 weeks for the Lincoln half and full. Um, It used to be longer, but I have found 14 weeks is usually long enough for people to stay um, excited about it, wanting to learn more. Mm -hmm. We encourage everyone to train about three to four weeks prior to starting our training programs because you have to have that base built up. And we give them programs for that too, a little bit of a training plan to get the base started. And then we kind of dive right in. And so, but they learn everything from the basics to stretching, to nutrition, why we taper, how do we taper, um, the importance of the long run, um, the importance of speed work. So everything you can think of. Mm. Um, and so as a new runner or walker, it's a really good way to get excited about running, to be a part of a group and to um, hopefully be a runner or walker for life, really. So it's been really positive. That's the part that I like the most about is is the, the community aspect. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the, the tribe of them. That's what runners, it's, yeah. you have a certain, there's um, like, and even with, Jeff and, and I like to as well with uh, uh, certain workouts and, and CrossFit styles and, and running. Mm-hmm. There's a certain lingo. Oh, yeah. There's a certain, like a per, you know, it is. It I, is it, truly, you feel yeah. like you're part of a certain, it's yeah. exclusive. It's a try. You know, it people is. don't understand that work. why I, you know, yeah. run this long because people are thinking, oh, you're crazy, run 20 some miles. Why would you do It's what you do. Yeah. And, it's, and you and you relate and, and um, you can have that common bond with someone mm-hmm. when they're doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Like you're all in the group together, which yeah. then allows you to. To train a little bit harder and, and not miss as much. Um, I like I just like the whole training program of 14, you know, 14 weeks or even longer before that. Just a metaphor for I mean life in general, but a lot of things that we want to do with talking about a marathon, you cannot do it. You can't have things instantly. It takes yeah. time. Yeah. And we had that top, you know the time frame with the with personal training and fitness as yeah, well. Really you just yeah. can't get your goal and expect, okay, I'm gonna do yeah. two weeks, I'm gonna have it. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to train over time small victories and build it up yeah. and it's just even means so much more once you put the work in yeah, you know absolutely. Um, but everybody wants things with the, when the age of two-day shipping and yes. instant access to every kind of you know online right i mean yes. um, training thing and yeah. and tv shows you can watch oh, all yeah. of them at one time rather than wait till the next week like yeah i mean you know we're gonna say we had we used to have to take put a like a, TV, a, v, a vhs tape in a yeah. machine and record it and exactly then watch it right so I know. Rewind it, I know and rewind it yeah, yeah. VHS yeah VHS yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so it, it is. It's just You're instant, exactly everything right. wants instant gratification right yeah. now. And yeah. it doesn't and work. And everyone says I can't run a marathon and I absolutely do not believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, but yeah. you like That's you just said, it's a mindset and you yes. have you anybody can train. Right. So I don't, I don't want to train. Yeah. <laughs> that's different, right? That's different. That's that's a decision. But if you choose yeah. to and want to, you say to, that now, right? <laughs> but yeah, the can't is I a cousin of mine that lives in in Southern California. He's really into to the Navy and retired a little bit old, older than us. But he runs the long ones, like yeah. fifty hundred mile, and it's for him. It's not even so much the physical part. Sometimes he has some trouble with feet, mm-hmm. like blisters and kind of breaking down some of the body, but. A lot of it's just is more mental. It's oh, definitely 100%. more mental on the long, long yeah. ones because you come out to, you know, if you don't think you can do it, mm-hmm. you're pretty much, you're not going to do it. Yeah. You got to believe you can actually yeah. do it. It is definitely, they always say 70% mental. I say 70, sometimes yeah. they have, but I, um, as I've aged and raced through the years, people ask me a lot if I still run and race a lot. I still run a lot, but yep. it's definitely more for my mental than physical. Mm-hmm. Good stress so relief. Yeah. It, it is. And that's, if you can bring both those together and then once you start training and running more, you understand it more and it's, mm-hmm. you do it for almost a whole different reason than when you started. So it's great. When is the next race coming up that you guys are, it's, it's stuff in the fall. That's the marathons that are. So, yeah, so we'll um, currently we'll have the ones in May here. So okay, there's so May the, is coming yep, up. May so is coming up the Lincoln and then the O'Valley and your guys' back door here is a brand new one. It hasn't happened the last couple of years because of COVID and the flooding. Yeah. Yep. And that is um, right over here in Valley, Nebraska. And it's a brand new race. And I think it's going to be really fun because I like the small town atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one's coming up here April 24th. So those will be the first two big in-person races in a long time. And that, that's a full marathon? And that's that, a full and a half. Okay. Yeah. So. We're not ready for that. Yeah. We're not. yeah. <laughs> that's way too <laughs> soon. I don't have my 14 weeks to prepare. That's yeah. not, so. I don't want you to do that. <laughs> but you can come to your mind. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to start with a, with a 10K this first. And then I got to, I got to build it up slow because I, you know, I can't just dive right in. That's really tough. <laughs> what are some of the biggest... I guess I was thinking like fears that runners have when they come in and if they do have some kind of injury, a foot, um, an ankle, a knee, uh, is it, is it just the fear of not being able to run? Is it more like, Ooh, like, you know, or is it, if I keep going, I'll hurt myself worse and I'll really be in, in trouble. Is it that nothing will work that I'm destined to have this problem forever? Like what do people say that they have, you know, a fear of with their injury? Yeah, I would say the big one is not able to run again. Okay. And so just because or some or, or going to a, a place, uh, a provider, a practitioner, yeah, and them telling them their only answer is, oh, just stop running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say that is probably by far the biggest fear for everyone. So typically that you know that isn't the case. Like you guys were saying earlier, it's just a Very matter rarely. of yeah, yeah, figuring out what actually is going on and then actually fixing the problem instead of like you were saying earlier too. You know, not just stopping and thinking it's going to get better because yeah, it's yeah. not. You're going to be right back in the same position. So I don't know. This is this is just my opinion. I know you guys weigh in on this as well. I think sometimes when they go to practitioners and they tell them that you know stop running, stop squat, just never do it again. I think it's more out of laziness because it, it takes time mm-hmm. to teach someone and explain it and educate them on how to do it correctly and, yeah. and build them back up. It's easier for speedwise to say, oh, just don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like it hurts when I do that. Okay, I'm just don't do that anymore. Right. Done. See you. There's yeah. my here's my belt. Like there's a difference in training too, because like as chiropractors and physical mm-hmm. therapists, obviously we have a lot of training on you know musculoskeletal issues mm-hmm. and rehab and restoring people to their activities. Whereas like if someone goes to a medical doctor first, for instance, they right. might go more like here's some muscle relaxers and then suggest rest. Mm-hmm. Just because of the difference in education, I guess, on yeah. it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. If you can't fix it with the pills, then it's not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what else do you guys have on that? I mean, we got through the started in Lincoln, and then what was the so when you if things were going well enough there for four mm -hmm. years, we were like, oh, let's go to Omaha, or you were just because you live in Lincoln, or I live in Lincoln. So then what was the reason to, to expand into Omaha when everything was going fine in, in Lincoln? So we, um, as Red Dirt Running Company in Lincoln, there was a Red Dirt Running Company in Omaha. Okay. And those guys that own that um, were wanting out of that store. Okay. And they own the Manhattan Running Company in Manhattan, Kansas, actually. Okay. So I had partnered with them to open Lincoln. And when they were wanting out of Omaha, that's when I was like, well, I hate to see the store go away. Yeah. So you should get, you should get like first right of, like, you got to let me know before you just exactly. close it down. And yeah. so they, they absolutely did that. And so I went ahead and bought the store up there. And then I converted both the fleet feeds at that time too. So that is how Omaha happened. And it's okay. been fantastic. We've grown every year. And um, where is your store at? What, what's the location? It's 180th and center. Okay. So not, not, far from here at all. not far from here at all. Yeah, real close. Now that I'm becoming a runner and all. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody listening should go check it out too. So they can go get your running shoes or, or just general fitness, right? Yeah. Even if you just like to go yes. to the gym and do a little Absolutely. bit of running or, or long, yeah. long walking. Yeah. yeah. So I got a question here. Yeah. So is it Saucony or Saucony? Saucony. All right. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's it. That is I didn't good. Know that. People yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I have a pair and I'm like, I don't know yeah. which one it is. That All is right. probably the most common shoe brand name that uh -huh. gets turned around. Because I've heard Saucony. Like, yeah, I've heard Saucony. I've heard Saucony. Yeah. Saucony. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's not, say it again. It's not Saucony? It's Saucony. It is Saucony. Yes. Saucony. Saucony. Now I'm saying Saucony. it right. Wait, Saucony. 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 Right. Saucony. I have said Saucony. 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 That's what Saucony. I thought I said. Saucony. It's Saucony. That's wrong. Yes. So Saucony. Right? It's Saucony. You're telling me I've been wrong yeah. this whole. Uh, that's what I heard. <laughs> Not the first time. Yeah. I, I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> Saucony. Saucony. That was a dying question. Well, you want, <laughs> we want to sound like professionals here, so Saucony. Saucony. Yeah. Spell it Saucony. I'm going to spell it actually S O C K hyphen A hyphen K N E. Saucony. Yeah. Phonetical or phonetic. That's why I can't forget it. Okay. Anything that you want to like hit on? I mean, it's your, you know, we wanted to highlight yeah. you and, and, and your store um, and how you help the, the people, obviously, of not only Omaha and, yeah. and Elkhorn, but also, I mean, Lincoln, clearly everything in this um, yeah. shoot 50, 60 mile radius, 100 mile radius of, mm -hmm. of around here um, in Nebraska that you guys had anything that you wanted else to, to hit on that we missed? Yeah. No, I, I would say, um, just How do we as, get in contact with you? How do we find you? That's a good question. So you, um, <clears throat> obviously we have a website. It's right now it's fleetbeatlincoln.com. Um, we're getting ready to switch it to have a Fleet Beat Omaha too, but they're both together. And so sure. you can go to fleetbeatlincoln.com and find us there. We have a Fleet Feet Omaha Facebook page and a Fleet Feet Lincoln Facebook page. Yeah, those are the two best ways to get a hold of us. We're obviously on other social platforms as well as far as Instagram goes and Twitter little TikTok maybe too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to work on that let's, now. Let's, let's tag him in our, in it, our, in our uh, yeah. Instagrams and then we'll get some TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. We, we wanted to make some, I like um, it. <laughs> some videos and some things to help with, with feet and yeah. knee pains. We knew that was, you know, one of the, oh, the top yeah. things that had happened. So try to give a little bit of value to the, to your runners and, and yeah. clients. Yeah, for um, sure. So, okay. Fleetfeetlincoln.com. Yep. Along with just go ahead and search fleet feet yeah. on any kind and of And if you do Instagram anywhere around any here, of, it'll come up. Okay. Yeah. Lincoln and Fleet Beat Omaha. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's great to meet you guys. Yeah, Look forward to many more. I hope this yeah. is fun. Oh, yeah. Very educational for people too. For sure. So. Yeah, we'd like to, um, I think, come in and, and if we could provide any kind of value to the 
to your folks, to your, you know, oh, for uh, sure. yeah. the employees that if they had any questions mm-hmm. on, on um, tips or tricks or anything to help with the, yes. the folks or just even a free, you know, workshop or yeah. something to help yeah. on. Well, I love to bring you guys in for staff yeah. meetings, honestly, because yeah, cool. that's part of the education where my staff can understand plantar fascia is more and mm-hmm. maybe how you guys see it and treat it mm-hmm. in all other Oh, it's a, it's a commonly well misunderstood. Too. Yeah, it's, that's like, yes. so, yeah. And yeah, that would be one thing I'd probably start with first, but even just to get to know you guys. Yeah. So absolutely. as things come up, because um, we, we do refer a lot, because there's many times we can't help. You know, right. we can help here, but we can't, they need to go see another, you know, right. a little bit more yeah. help on things. So yeah. we, we are obviously big believers in, in multidisciplinary yeah. approaches. I mean, and I no, love no one person just has the answers. Yeah. It's, well, you got to bounce. Yeah. And yeah. if we don't, we'll find someone that does. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we don't always have the answers, but. Yeah, and I um, think we can help people. That's what we try yeah, here to do. Yeah, you don't see that that often, and that is that is key because everyone has a different way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. But if you can bounce that off, um, I think people will feel a lot better about you know who's treating them and what cool. their progression will be. Yeah, so. for sure. All right. Well, that was that was the uh, latest here edition of the Healthy Elkhorn Podcast. We had Lori Borer here, and she is the owner of Fleet Feet, which is a you know a very good running store, not just running, but uh, shoe store along with some other uh, products in Lincoln and Omaha. And uh, if you guys had any questions, this is how you you know get a hold of her um, or search out fleetfeetlincoln.com. And uh, we will catch you guys on the next on the next episode. Thank you.